Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Stamps.com. There's a reason you've heard this Stamps.com on a million different podcasts, on a million different platforms. Uh, They have a great product. Uh, In case you're wondering, in case you've been living under a rock for the past 10 years, what is Stamps.com, Chris? Well, I'm glad you asked. Stamps.com brings the service of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, or maybe you're like me, you ordered too many podcast t-shirts and now they're collecting dust, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer, no special supplies or equipment, and within minutes you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. That's got to be the best part. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can now compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There is no risk. And with my promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's stamps.com, promo code pod, stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Thank God. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 196, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your week going? How the hell was your weekend? Uh, A day late, a buck short on this episode. It was supposed to come out yesterday, but I just had one of those days, man. Uh, you know, my fiance was like, we haven't been spending a lot of quality time together. You know, I really miss you. I want to talk to you more. And, you know, and, and so I just, I had to put off the podcast last night. There was no football, at least for me anyway. Dallas Cowboys had a bye week. So there's no football to talk about. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let's spend some time together. Let's, you know, eat food all day, laze around the house and watch Sopranos. Which is pretty much what happened. Uh, I'm, I'm just re-watching... All of the uh, Sopranos on HBO Max right now, and I'm just having such a great time. And you know what's kind of weird is I remember a lot of these episodes uh, growing up. You know, like I, I remember, you know, someone would leave the room and you'd flip over to HBO and you'd see the Sopranos for, you know, five, ten minutes and get a little glimpse of the story or what's going on or maybe see something violent. And somebody, you know, coming back down the hallway, you got to flip it back over to your cartoons you're watching. You know, um, so I've actually seen a lot more of The Sopranos than I'd like to admit. You know, it's like my great grandparents had cable and, you know, we'd go stay over there on occasion. And, you know, we were pretty close to them on my dad's side. And, you know, you'd stay up late. You know, the the older folks, my great grandfather, great grandmother would fall asleep. And then you got the HBO all to yourself, you know, Uh, and that's where I saw, you know, You'd see a couple of boobs every now and then, which was pretty exciting at that age. But I remember watching The Sopranos. So now it's kind of funny, like, going back and rewatching. I'm like, I've seen too many of these episodes, I think. Yeah, this is not a show for kids. Like, every time I... We have to block my daughter off from the room, like, coming in, you know, because she just wants to sit in there and watch. And we're like, no, 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 no. You know, they're cursing. There's violence. There's drug use. There's, you know... Uh, they own a fucking strip club, you know, in, in the show or whatever. Tony Soprano owns a strip club. It's kind of like their cover. I guess that's how they wash their money or whatever. Um, 
But dude, I'm just loving catching up on The Sopranos. It's fucking great. So that's what we did. That's why I wasn't doing the podcast last night, you know. Uh, just had to get some quality family time in. And I think you guys, you know, you can all respect that, right? Uh, let's take a drink, everybody. Cheers. Mm. And that is so good, man. I'll let you guys know what I'm drinking tonight. Uh, I'm drinking, it's supposed to be cold outside, by the way. <laughs> I had this whole plan of like, I'm going to drink this white Russian while, you know, it's late October. It's going to, there's going to be a little bit of a nip in the air. And instead I'm sitting in my car in like 90 degree weather at night and I'm just sweating my ass off <laughs> doing this podcast. It's kind of ridiculous, you know? Um, nobody makes me do this in my car. I choose to do this in my, I, I've said it a million times before. The sound quality is just the best, um, from everything I've tried to do. You know, I tried to pad up my little office inside my apartment and that's just, it's too echoey. I think there's a, you know, there's too much echo in there. It's like so much natural reverb. It's just like, I, I can't stand it. You know, I can't stand to hear my voice already, but to have to hear it a second time in the echo is just... <laughs> It's just a little too much, you know? Uh, so that's pretty much what I did. I'll, I'll go around my sports weekend. I had a great sports weekend, even though my Dallas Cowboys were off. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of around the NFL because I have no clue what happened uh, in all of last week. It is Monday night, so the Monday night game should be wrapping up here soon, if not already wrapped up. Uh, and I don't even know who that was. I'm so uninformed. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty much... Oh yeah, sports weekend. Uh, so OU... On another winning, just winning. They cannot be stopped. OU is my college team this year. Like it or leave it, I don't care. Uh, OU is my college team this year, and I, boy, did I pick a great year to jump on this bandwagon. You know, they're just undefeated. They look like world beaters, dude. What are they ranked now, number four? Which I'm starting to get a little bit more. I'm starting to get the college, uh, how they score things. You know, there's so many fucking teams. You can't just go... Um, you can't just go off a pure record. And I, you know, I was again, it was being explained to me today of how it works, you know, with the point system and the rankings and the, you know, I was told like there's some kind of vote that goes around to get like teams into certain, you know, number place. I don't know. So there, there's a way they figure out, um, there's a way they figure out the standings and I'm not exactly sure, but I'm starting to kind of understand And the best. You can write me a drink until you podcast at gmail.com. If I have this all wrong, please just send me an email and blast me. But this is what I think is happening. And I love this system. Um, and I will say as far as, you know, let's do a little comparison NFL versus college, you know, as far as having the best of the best, College versus NFL, you know, NFL wins that one hands down. You get the best of the best. They cherry pick the best athletes, you know, in the world to play this game at the highest level possible. Uh, but I got to say, man, if I had to pick an atmosphere to go to, I'm going to an uh, I'm going to a college game all day long with the drum line and the band. And, you know, it's just it's such a better atmosphere, dude. I, I'm I'm kind of shocked. Honestly, like this hasn't been done in the NFL. I guess those stadiums are just too big. Well, I mean, if you got a big enough drum line, you can hear that bitch across the stadium. You know, how cool would that be if the Dallas Cowboys had a drum line up in the stands and, you know, we're playing the Washington football team and across the stands, they got their own drum line over there. You know, the drum line battles and 
you know, all kinds of nerdy shit. It's great stuff. Uh, but yeah, as far as atmosphere, I have been to like a, a, a TCU game. Uh, who else did I see? Texas A&M a at one point. Uh, just, I remember as a kid even just being like, wow, dude. This, uh, you know, I'd been to professional games. I'd been to the Dallas Cowboys parades and, you know, all that stuff when they were winning Super Bowls back in the 90s, early to mid-90s. And, uh, you know, um, I, I just enjoyed the college atmosphere so much more. So anyways, the, the point system, this is what I'm gathering from what's being ex explained to me, is, uh, oh, I, I, did, I told you guys I'm drinking a white Russian. Um, it's Tito's Vodka. It's my coffee mix that I'm drinking every... I'm basically having my morning coffee at night with a little vodka in it, which I don't, you know, you don't do vodka in the morning unless you really got a problem. You know, who wants to live that kind of day all day? Oh, God. Could you imagine just being sloshed all day trying to get through your work day? That would suck, dude. I have known guys that can only work while intoxicated. Like, you get them sober and they suck at working. You get them a 12-pack of beer and they'll go at it all day long. <laughs> you know? Um, anyways, so point system, I, I swear to God, I'm going to get this out one way or another point system in college. So basically what I can surmise is that it's basically, um, it's kind of like watching a fight, you know, it's kind of like watching a boxing match. You can tell overall who's winning the match. You know, just to the naked eye, if I'm judging this thing just off of my pure, you know, hopefully unbiased opinion, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't have money on either of these guys. I just want to see a good fight. That kind of opinion, that kind of, you know, objective viewing on the fight, that, uh, that's kind of what happens in college. And that's how they, they're, they're ranking these teams. You know, there is a point differential, you know, so you can be, you can beat Alabama by three points. And yes, you did technically beat Alabama, but they're going to be ranked higher than you because all of the other games when they're playing fucking Kansas and all these nobody names and not say no, Kansas is a nobody. Everybody knows Kansas. I'm just saying the smaller teams that aren't more uh, uh, inclined to go to the national championship. You know, so there is such thing as a point differential, and I think that has something to do somehow that ties in with the rankings as well. You know, if if if, if you know Alabama beats TCU by forty five fucking points, that's huge for Alabama. That's going to push them up further in the in the rankings. You know, when the rankings come out, and I think it's done weekly, if I'm not mis mistaken. I'm figuring this all out, dude. I'm so new to the college game, uh, but I am loving it. And I'm kind of seeing uh, more things about it. Now I see why everybody gets obsessed with it. And you pick a team and you ride it out. You know, like it's one thing to do it for a professional team like me. like me, But that college, man, uh, it's just a, a whole different atmosphere. You know, when Texas A&M plays, you know, fucking <laughs> DeVry Technical Institute... You know, and they beat them by 150 points. You know, that's that's going to push them up in the standings. I think that's how it works. From what I've gathered so far and my conversations I've had, because I am super curious about it, I do want to get into it more. And, and eventually I do see myself uh, just settling on one team, and that's going to be the team uh, maybe for the rest of my days. I don't know, man. It's, it's hard to decide because I really like... Uh, hopping around, I really like the di different, at, uh, you know, atmosphere for each team or whatever. But 
Uh, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. Mmm. Dude, I found this new cologne. It is an Old Spice. It's like the... What's it called? It's called like Fresh or something, you know? I was running out of cologne, so I had to go to uh, Walmart. I trudged into Walmart, um, you know, under my own will. It's, you know, it's something I just had to do. I'm not proud of it, but I did go into Walmart. Uh, but I, I needed deodorant and I needed some, some cologne, some like body spray. I don't even know if they call it cologne anymore. It's just body spray now. And dude, I got to tell you, Old Spice has one that smells just fresh and delicious. I wish I could recommend what it is to you. It's in a green can. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. But dude, this thing smells so fun. I smell so fresh whenever I say this is not an advertisement. I'm just <laughs> telling you guys how my week went. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an Old Spice advertisement, though I'm not opposed to them uh, putting an ad on this podcast. But anyways, I, I gotta say, their new thing, it's like a new, fresh new scent or something. I don't remember what it's called. Bamboo? Is it bamboo something? Either way, dude, I tried it in the store and it smells fucking amazing. It's It smells so fresh. Like, I almost smell like a, it was weird, like the first time I sprayed it, I was like, that smells so familiar. And I'm just like thinking on it, you know, as, as I'm working through the day or whatever. And it just keeps hitting me. It's just like wafting up as I'm, you know, as I'm working throughout the day, the wind's blowing or whatever. I keep smelling. I'm like, dude, I smell like a fucking salad. That's what I realized. It smells like a cucumber salad is what this, but it smells really good. Like I hate cucumbers. Cucumbers is like, ugh. I hate that melon flavor. I hate cucumbers. I hate cantaloupe. I hate watermelon. And I do feel guilty a little bit for hating watermelon because god damn does that look delicious just people sitting around a picnic table biting into this juicy fruit oh dude it looks so refreshing i just hate the flavor i hate any melon flavor but now i'm walking around smelling like oh chris cucumber over here you know and uh i'm just like white bitches love me you know <laughs> i smell like a fresh salad oh you know what they need they need a pumpkin spice uh Oh yeah, that's why they need a pumpkin spice body spray. That's a, that'll really get the white chicks going, won't it? You spray that on once, you'll have white. You'll be beating the white chicks off with a stick. That is a white girl thing to the max. The pumpkin spice. That's why. Why have they not come up with that yet? Old Spice. I'm I'm giving you gold right here, man. A pumpkin spice body spray, <laughs> guaranteed to make white women swoon. Uh, you'll be beating them off with a stick in no time, and that's just that's metaphorically, not not literally. Don't don't get your panties in a wad. They're just metaphorically beating them off with it. What was that thing they said in The Sopranos the other day? Oh, okay, season two. This shocked me, but I I know it's how uh, you know how things used to be. So Sopranos, back to Sopranos real quick, and we'll move on to some football talk. Um, there was one scene where this guy Richie Richie did ten years. Richie gets out of jail after serving his 10 years. And, you know, he goes to meet with Tony Soprano. He's out now. You know, he wants back in the in the crew. What can I do? All this and that. And, you know, uh, what's the fucking guy? Oh, uh, Richie. Richie's an older man. He's from, like, Uncle June's time. If you don't know the show, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm probably going to be speaking over your head a little bit. But anyways, he was back in Uncle June's time. You know, uh... So he gets locked up, serves 10 years, comes out, things have changed. Now Tony's running thing. Uncle June is in, in jail. 
uh, for some shady shit he was doing. Uh, Tony's mom is in, in the hospital after suffering some kind of stroke. Um, and Richie comes back and, and the first thing he does was meet with Tony. One of the first things he does is meets with Tony and he asks Christopher to meet them there. And he looks at Christopher and he's like, hold on, Tony, we'll start our meeting in a second. He looks at Christopher and he says, you know, if I ever hear, I guess Christopher's dating Richie's niece. And Richie says, if I ever hear you raise a hand to my niece again, it's going to be big trouble for you. I want to tell you to your face, you know, don't ever do that again. And you know the rule. If you're married and you raise your hand to her, I can't say nothing. That's y'all's business. But until y'all are married, you don't raise another fucking hand to my niece. And I was like, wait, until you're married? That doesn't give you the right to just come home and start swinging. What's the Bill Burr thing? Tuna casserole? Rah! You know, like, no, that's not cool. Just because she said I do, now you can beat her ass if you don't like something she does? Like, dude, things were just different, man. And that was back in what? I guess season two came out in the 2000s, you know, uh, the early Sopranos, late, late nineties or whatever. Uh, dude, just that kind of thinking was just on TV that if you're married, it's cool to beat your wife. It's not cool. It's not like it, it doesn't make you cool, but it's like, it's more acceptable if you're married because basically how it's seen is like, you know, you marry someone and they become, you know, you marry a woman, they become your property, you know? Which, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that's right or wrong. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna get political about it. I don't care. That's your business. But to sit there and say, well, don't hit my niece before you get married. But, you know, if you get married to her, you smack her around a little bit. You know, she's not doing the things you want to do. It's like, I, where, where's the logic in that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. What logic, like she's gonna be okay with you know, getting swung on now that she's got a nice rock on her finger? No, dude. That's not a way to treat any person. God, as much of an asshole as I am that I put my fiance through, I would never, ever, not in a million, I don't, she could do the way she could fucking cheat on me, dude. I'd never fucking lay a hand on her. I'd just fucking walk out. You know, uh, a lot of my guy friends might, you know, what a fucking pussy. You're going to take that. You don't let her walk all over you. Fuck that, dude. I am not going to jail. If that's what someone, you know, I'm, I'm saying a lot of negative things about my fiance. Let's just put it in anybody's relationship. If that's what your other significant other is going to do, just leave. It's not worth beating their ass or trying to teach them a lesson. That's just who they are. You know, it doesn't work out with your ideals and what you, th you think how you think she, things should be, you know, it's just, it just split up, just go separate ways. And I know it gets complicated with kids and everything, but, uh, anyways, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. Mm. And before, uh, we do around the NFL, um, dude, I went to the best thing for at my son's daycare, um, on Saturday, they threw like a little fall festival, uh, like a little carnival, like a little trunk or treat, you know, they, they just get all the kids together that go to the school. And if they have older brothers or little brothers and sisters that don't go to the school, you know, it's, it's a nice thing for everybody to, to do. And I got to give it up this, I'm, I'm going to give a golden mug award, which I haven't done in probably six or eight months, which, you know, if you win one of these, it doesn't mean you actually receive anything physical. <laughs> It just means I talked about you on the podcast. So I'm giving out a golden mug award to every single teacher um, 
at that daycare, dude, they were, they had everything on point. There were bounce houses, there were carnival games, there was cornhole, there was a petting zoo, they had food, drinks, dude, they did it right. And God bless those teachers. God bless all those, those daycare teachers, not even at my son's school. God bless all the teachers around the world because they came in on a Saturday on their Oh, you know, one of their only two days off. They came in on a Saturday. Like I told you, we're in Texas, people. Like, on Saturday, the the low was 60-something. The high was like 87. It's like, what the fuck, dude? You start off in a sweater, and by the end of the day, you're in tank tops and, a, and a flip-flops and a swim trunks. <laughs> you know, you can't go swimming. I think it's still too cold for that, but... Um, but anyways, it's hot as fuck is what I'm trying to say. During this carnival, all these kids are running around like crazy. And, you know, and these these teachers, they're, they're dressed so much. You know, like you would think, all right, I'm, you know, this is my day off. I'm just going to wear a mask and I'm good. No, dude, they went all out. Everybody had a theme. There was a woman that was a gumball machine. There was another woman in a, like a lion suit. You know, I kind of joked with her. I was like, I'm surprised you made it that long in that thing because the sun's been directly on you all day. And she started laughing. She's like, I know it got so hot. I made it as long as I could. And it was funny too because my, you know, at first we get there and everything's vibing. Everybody's buzzing. Everybody's having a good time laughing. Kids running around everywhere. And, you know, my daughter is just, you know, shy. It's just like most kids. At first, she's shy. You know, she sees a bunch of people she doesn't know. She's going to clam up. She wants daddy to hold her. So I hold her, you know, kind of warm her up a little bit. She sees her brother there. And that's all it takes. My daughter's just like, oh, shit, Bubba's here. It's over. So my daughter just starts going crazy. She's running over the bounce house, jumping in the bounce house. My son's flipping in the ball pit. You know, we're running to the next carnival game. We're playing that one. We're just having a great time. But my daughter in the, in the like the big like gym classroom where they have, you know, a couple of indoor carnival games. She keeps running just from everybody. She wants to run from everybody. She keeps running toward the front door and all the doors are open from the outside. The door that leads you into the building is open. The next door that leads out of the gym into the hallway is open. That next door that leads into the front office is open. And that next door, the front, very front door is open as well. So every time my daughter starts running, one of us, you know, me or my fiance got to just start running after her so she didn't get out the front door. And she doesn't care. She doesn't know. My daughter doesn't know. So anyways, we're having, you know, we're there for a good hour and a half. And that was more than enough to exhaust, exhaust someone of my advanced age. <laughs> you know, like I was done. I'm sweating. I'm hot. You know, I've been chasing the kids around. I need something to drink. You know, which they did have drinks there too. I'd already chugged like four bottles of water. I'm like, God damn, like... I'm not going to keep taking water. You know, there's other kids out here. There's other people out here too. I don't want to keep taking. So, you know, I'm just like kind of ready to go. I'm over it. And, you know, by this time, all the teachers, God bless them. They have their costumes half off. You know, some of their makeup is smeared from just playing and, you know, kids romping around. You know, it's, they're just disheveled is a better way to describe it. So there's this one lady and she's sitting on a seat and she's just, you know, she's beat. She's probably been there for, I was only there for an hour and a half. She's probably been there for four, maybe five hours setting up and, 
you know, doing everything and playing these games and handing out candy and being energetic for all these kids to have a great time. And she's just sitting on the chair at the end of this thing and she has half her suit off. I think she was like a, uh, uh, was she a camel? I think she was a, I think that was the lady that was a camel. But anyway, so she has half her suit off and she, you know, just, it's wrapped around her waist. It's like zipped all to her waist. So like her legs just look like camel legs and she's just kind of sitting there and she's eating a corn dog. You know, you can tell she's just had a, you know, it's been a long day for her. So you don't blame her. You're not like, oh, this lazy fucking bitch. You know, you know, you're cool. You're, you're fine. It's fine. Just sit there, relax. You're good. So my daughter's just been running out all day and this lady just kind of gave up at the end of the day. You know, my daughter's running, running around and you know, I, I run, I catch her, I pick her up, I take her back and she starts giggling cause she knows she's going to run. I'm like, all right, I'm not putting you down. So she starts squirming, daddy, no, daddy, no, daddy, no. So I finally put her down and she stands by me and she's just kind of watching. My daughter's really good at doing this by the way. And this is not a good thing because she does it all the time to me. She waits, she'll sit there and wait for me to look away and then she'll grab the thing I told her not to grab. You know, she, she knows, she's really smart. Um, but anyway, so she, you know, she's just kind of standing there watching me. I put her down, I'm like, all right, don't run. Don't run, sweetheart, you stay here with daddy, okay? I don't want you to get hurt. And she's like, okay, daddy, you know, giving me the, the gooey eyes or whatever. And I'm like, all right, so anyway, so I start talking to my fiance and there she goes. She just takes off running and that lady's sitting there eating her corn dog, squirting ketchup on her corn dog in her half camel suit, sitting there on that chair goes, somebody's baby's getting away. And I was like, ah, you know, it's mine. <laughs> let me run after her again. But dude, it was so funny at the top of the day. It was, oh, let me get her for you. Oh, let me get her for you. Oh, she's so precious. Let me get her for you. And at the end of the day, it was somebody's baby's getting away. You know, she just said it so nonchalant, like, hey, someone's baby's escaping. You might want to alert. She just let the whole room know. She didn't let any specific parent know. She didn't know who this child belonged to. She's like, hey, PSA, somebody's baby is running out the door. Well, did you get up and catch her, Margaret? No, I'm eating my corn dog. Do you see? Do you mind? You know, and I didn't blame her at all. So I ran and got my daughter for the last time. I'm like, babe, we got to go. Like, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm done chasing her, chasing her down. And she's just laughing, having a great time, you know. But uh, I, I got to say, Golden Mug Award to all those teachers, really to all teachers everywhere. Because, uh, you know, I will tell you this. Uh, when I was a, a kid, I, my first year in elementary school, my first grade teacher uh, she made such a huge impact on me that, you know, she always just was encouraging. And I remember through my schooling years of my elementary, I went to my first grade teacher would come into my classroom and check specifically on me. You know, she'd be, Hey, Chris, how you doing? Or, you know, I saw her at the grocery store one time. Hey, Chris, how you doing? You're getting so big. And dude, God bless teachers because that was my intro to schooling and that teacher made me feel so welcome and she made me feel like, uh, you know, just cared about in general. You know, I, I'm going to a new school. I don't know any of these kids. You know, I'm trying to make friends and I've made a couple of friends, but for that first grade teacher to you just tell my mom how, what a great kid I was and then check on me all throughout the years of my elementary school. I, God bless teachers, man. If you're a teacher out there, you really do make an impact uh, 
Um, even if you don't know it, even if, you know, you believed in a kid and he grew up to do a podcast where he curses and acts like an idiot for 30 minutes, he, he still did something right. You know, I still got something good inside here, people. <laughs> Let's take a drink. Cheers, everybody. Oh my God, dude, that is so good. That's dangerously good. And you know what's so dangerous about it is it's got the caffeine. Now I'm not going to sleep till like three in the morning. And then it's got the vodka too, you know? Um, oh yeah, that's the thing about it too. I, I was talking about a couple of weeks ago how I'm swearing off <clears throat> liquor and stuff. I, I, I switched it up this time. I'm not swearing off liquor. I'm swearing off dark liquor. Um, I don't know if it's going to make a difference. I, I really don't know. Uh, but so far, so good. You know, like, uh, we'll see how I feel when I wake up tomorrow. The reason I stopped the dark liquor was because, you know, I'd come out here and do a podcast on Sunday night. And then I'd go and, you know, go inside to my house and chill and watch TV with my fiance. And I'd wake up the next day and I just, I just felt shitty. Like, it took me so much longer to, like, get going in the day for work. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just groggy and still kind of... You know, I can feel the booze a little bit. I got a little bit of heart. It's just, it's, it wasn't good. So I'm giving vodka a try. And, and I have this theory that if you want to chill around the house, you know, you drink whiskey, you drink uh, dark rum. If you want to go out and party, that's where you get tequila, like a, a clear, a silver tequila. Or that's where you get vodka. Vodka is to party. You know, those, it just feels like whiskey's a downer and, and, and vodka and like tequila or uppers. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that way, but, um, yeah, I'm not exactly swearing off all the liquor. Um, just the dark stuff, you know? All right. So now we're going to do in our last few minutes together. Oh, okay. The, the game's still going on right now. 10, 10 saints versus Seahawks. That's some Monday night football for you there. Uh, let's see what week are we in? We're in week seven. Let's go around the NFL, 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 NFL. That was supposed to be an echo. It didn't work out. Let's go around the NFL. L, L, L. You can only echo on the last letter, right? Okay. Week seven of 18 Broncos lose to the Browns 17 to 14 Titans beat the chiefs. Holy shit. What's the Titans record, man? Um, Titans are five and two. Look at them go. That, that Derrick Henry, dude. How, you got to tie that guy's shoelaces together to stop. I don't even think that would stop any. He'd rip the fucking shoes off his feet to get to the touchdown, dude. How do you stop that guy? Tennessee scored 14 in the first, 13 in the second, zero in the third, zero in the fourth. But that was more than enough to beat their puny little field goal in the third. What happened, Kansas City? I mean, I know the Titans, I mean, they obviously have a good team, but Jesus, I guess they kind of surprised you, huh? That's that's what happened. Uh, Packers over Washington. Thank you, Packers. I won't say that very often, but thank you. 24 to 10. Bengals over the Ravens, 41 to 17. Dude, what is going on in Cincinnati? Cincinnati is 5 and 2. I don't know if you guys realize that. Cincinnati is 5 and 2, and they put the Ravens at 5 and 2 by beating them. Dude, go Cincinnati. Uh, the New York Giants over the Panthers. Damn it, I needed them to lose. 25-3, Giants win. Falcons over the Dolphins, 30-28. Oh, that magical number 28. Uh, 
Sorry, I'm bringing up old wounds. Patriots over the Jets, 54-13. Raiders, oh, the Oakland Raiders. Over the hated Eagles, 33-22. Uh, LA Rams over the Lions, 28-19. Buccaneers over the Bears, dude. I don't think the Buccaneers are going to fucking lose. 38-3. Once again, the Bears, uh, you know, three points. You got to score, man. You got to be... If you got that good of a defense, why don't you just tip the scale a little bit and just say, fuck it. Let's take the training wheels off and go balls to the wall on offense. Let's see what happens. Hail Mary's trick plays. Try it all, dude. You got to score more than three points. Uh, Cardinals over the Texans, 31-5. to Don't give a shit about the Texans. Uh, Colts over the 49ers, 30-18. to Saints and Seahawks tied at 10 uh, quarter four with 6.44 left. So that's a little around the NFL. Oh, uh, World Series 2. Atlanta Braves versus the Houston Astros. Uh, dude, I thought Boston was going to take out the Astros, but apparently not. Um, it was, a, you know, it's, it started off as a good series. I think it was tied 2-2 at one point, And then, you know, I guess Houston broke out the trash cans and started, you know, banging on them to... Call for the changeup again. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, they, they did something. They did something to win. Maybe they're just a good team, Chris. No, they're not a good team. They're banging on trash cans. That's how they're going to win it again. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm throwing that out there for my buddy, Richie. Richie, if you're out there listening, cheers to you. I, I know you, your heart's with the Astros, and I, I just got to give you shit. Um, at what game <laughs> in the World Series... Are you going to hear the Astros start banging on that trash can? You know, or, or maybe they're using microphones now. Or maybe they're using vibrating sensors now. You know, wasn't that a whole theory at some point? Like it vibrates when it's a changeup? And that's why Altuve didn't want to get his shirt ripped off? I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I'm, I'm saying go Astros. I don't know what the, uh, the Braves got this season, but they've made it all the way. So uh, it's going to be a great World Series, man. I can't wait to see. Uh, so that's going to do it for me tonight. Episode number 196, Drink Until You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. I'm going to down the rest of this coffee, which has vodka in it. Um, I'll be up till 3 a.m. So you guys, you know, mess with me on Twitter, um, at Drink Until You. Mess with me on Instagram. Mess with me on Facebook. You can find both of those at Drink Until You Podcast. Uh, or email me at Drink Until You Podcast at g- gmail.com. I'll be up super late tonight. So, uh, you know, that's that. All right, let's finish these off, and we'll call it a night. Cheers, everybody. All right. I will talk to you guys um, on Sunday. Yeah, I got to do two this week. I keep getting behind. Um, Yeah, I'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. I love all of you, and I will talk to you Sunday. Bye.